Welcome back to a special edition of Pair of Kings. We are bringing you two episodes this week because two. we're bored and chances are you're bored too. You're probably uh, bored always, too. Yeah. My name is John Hogaboom and I am joined Hogaboom. by my co-host. Salt Thompson. <laughs> I'm doing ad-libs. I'm going a little bit stir-crazy in my house here. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Yeah, we are on day three of Corona Watch in the United oh. States and yep. uh, it's been it's been weird, but it's been... It's been good. I mean, yeah, better that we are staying in and promoting the safety and health of society. Agreed. It's something like 8,000 confirmed cases at this point with 187 deaths. Um, please, everybody, if you're listening to this, stay safe. Wash your hands. Please practice social distancing. Um, mm-hmm. Going out is is not worth potentially killing um, other people. And endangering the health of of those you love and those people who you may not know. Absolutely. Very well said. Um, so tonight we are going to blast right in to a fit check. But then after that, we're doing straight up audience questions. Love them. Like, we got some excellent questions. We don't have them numbered, but we have nine questions that we will be tackling. So that's... Ooh. 17 total answers because one of them is just for yep. Saul. But, you know, actually one of them is probably just for me because it's about dunks. So, that, you yep. know, if Saul wants to hop in on that one, he's more than welcome. But we'll blast right in. We'll start it off with a fit check. Saul, what do we got on today? Uh, well, tonight, actually. Or tonight. Pardon uh, me. I have got a pair of Supreme Champion uh, sweatpants. I got in a trade back in high school. Uh, nice. I like them a lot. They've lasted me a long time. They're my go-to like travel plane sweatpants. Okay. Um, Airport flex. Exactly. Uh, mostly just because they're comfortable and I, I don't know why, but I sleep well in them. They're nice and warm, but they're not like choking um, where you're, you know, your legs get really hot. So Sleeping I do pants. Couldn't be me on a plane. Oh, on a plane. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay, I thought you meant like <laughs> sleeping in your bed. No, never mind. Please, please keep confirmed, your pants on. Confirmed for all listeners. <laughs> John, Not John. confirmed. <laughs> I wear pants on planes. Working my way up, I am wearing a Maurice R. Greenberg World Fellows Program from Yale University. Shout out to uh, Maurice. Shout out to, my, shout out to Maurice, who has, I think, left this earth, sadly enough. Rest in peace. But shout out Rebecca Sullivan, my uh, world fellow. She is a food writer from Australia. She is the loveliest woman. She has a very nice partner named Damien, and she is expecting a child. So I wish her the best. Uh, You can find her on Instagram at Granny Skills, G-R-A-N-N-Y Skills. Um, Her Instagram is a constant source of uplifting news. It's very wholesome, and Rebecca is genuinely one of the nicest people i know um just overwhelmingly helpful and sweet and a a constant or when she was at yale a constant resource for me and she's you know still made herself very open um and i very much appreciate her so shout out rebecca shout out rebecca Um, she sounds lovely she is and then rounding out the fit i've got a uniqlo um engineered garments uh pullover fleece sort of deal I, John and I are both big fans of this collection. I wear this one quite a bit. I have that one too. I have it in green. And my brother has it in tan. Shout out Joe Hogaboom. I have the dark 
brown and the uh the white so nice they nice. do get a lot of use yeah and i wear my East full zip all the time yeah they're like 16 dollars too absolutely crazy mm-hmm. and the, the full zips for like 35 or something like that they're oh, great great right. fleece best best bang for the buck of the year for sure yeah uh what about you john what have you what have you got on at the moment all right, the pot the pot and stocks are back. The pot the and triumphant stocks, return. Um, yeah, they are not on tonight. I actually have not put them on today, so hopefully they'll wow. uh, they'll end up on feet before I head to sleep at some point. But um, sleep with a wand. No, I can't because <laughs> I'm not insane. Uh, anyways, moving up from the pot and stocks, I have a pair of gray sweatpants that I purchased for a grow outfit party my junior year of college. That ended up being just a great pair of sweatpants. Um, Damn. I don't think I – Amazon. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I'll i have to check on the brand. It might be South Pole. Oh, I remember that brand right. from like being a little kid. I'm not sure. I saw them. I was like, okay, I'm going to get these. These are like – I think they were like $12, and yeah. they have they still look brand new. God, you got to love that. A good comfy around-the-house pants. So shout out yeah. to Amazon. Shout out to South Pole. And I have a shirt, a long sleeve tee from the Supreme MC Escher collaboration, oh. which is one of my all time favorite Supreme collabs. Uh, it's a long sleeve shirt in a slate gray, and it's got a picture of an eyeball with a skull inside the iris, and it says Supreme underneath on the chest, and it's got the same picture running down one of the arms, repeated four times and then it's got it in a big print on the back it's a very cool shirt i wish i would have bought more from the collection i was a sophomore in college when it came out and this was my absolute have to have piece from there so hopefully they come back and do a second one but i could be mistaken did they release a jacket with that so they had like a trench coat or like a fishtail Mm. jacket uh, they had a baseball jersey, hats, shirts. They had all sorts of stuff, hoodies, shorts. Mm. It's like a really widespread collection as far as items that released. But now mm. it's really hard to find anything from it, which is weird because it was, I think, like 2017 when it released. So only a couple yeah. of years ago, but it's like next to impossible to find stuff from it. It could be a good sign, though, for in terms of quality and, and likability. Yeah, everyone who got it wore it rather than yeah. keeping it dead stock but yeah that that uh sums up my fit tonight aside from my mustache too which is on day five of just being a mustache but i think it's on like a week and a half of growing it's gross <laughs> i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say it's yeah. gross i am keeping my mustache as well uh this is oh god day day three i guess of it officially just being a mustache let's give it i've up already had to already had to shave down my my beard this morning to keep it just a mustache well, congrats on your genetics. <laughs> They're a blessing and a curse. <laughs> All right, Saul, before we get into our questions, do you have a song of the week for us? I do. Our song um, of Thursday? Because we already have I, our songs yeah. of the week. I guess a, a third song of the week coming from, from my end. Um, I'm actually currently in my head back and forth in between two, and I'm not going to recommend two on Thursday. I can't go back to back two. That is blasphemy. Yeah, that's However, a, basically an album of the week. Yeah, might as well drop an individual playlist. However, 
my song for this week is going to be a melancholy well not shocking it's also going to be sad buckle in folks um, just like the instagram post exactly um it is going to be a song by an artist named laney l-a-n-y he is fantastic he makes kind of poppy um somewhat housey although i won't call them house music type of things um so my song of the thursday is i-l-y-s-b which stands for i love you so bad it is um, great if you've got a good pair of headphones that allow for decent bass and nice kind of reverb um there is a lot of kind of nice production within the song but i don't think it is ruined by not having like nice headphones so if you can check it out um let us know what you think let me know what you think um yeah i like it i like it and sticking with our trend of (laughs) of saul picking sad songs and john picking happy songs my song is as i always say a little out of left field Ooh. Uh, for this half of the week, I suppose it's "Holiday" by Madonna. Ooh. Okay. What what inspired "Holiday" by Madonna? Okay, so I was watching one of my favorite shows on Netflix. It's called Dairy Girls. It takes place in the '80s, and it's about a group of girls, and I guess one of their friends is a guy. It takes place in Ireland during the Troubles. And it's mostly a comedy, but it also talks about some relatively sad topics. Mm. But for the most part, it's pretty lighthearted. And they have great music throughout. Uh, Really, really well-timed throughout the entirety of the show. I think they're through two seasons right now. Hopefully, they're gearing up for a third. But uh, I was watching it yesterday, and Holiday by Madonna started playing. And I was like, oh, I haven't heard that in a while. So saved it to Spotify, and here we are now. As always, everybody, you can find these songs and more on our playlist, which can be found on Spotify. You can find them mm-hmm. by searching Pair of Kings. Uh, they will have our our either um, fake Comme des Garçons logo or our classic Life of Pablo fake album cover. Yes. Um, so we have two playlists, Pair of Kings, which is our, our weekly recommendations, the ones that we shout out on the, on the podcast, and then Pair of Kings' favorite songs with an apostrophe. Uh, which is more of a general collection of songs that we enjoy. Uh, We'll continue to plug these through Instagram, but you can check them out. Be sure to like them and let us know what you think. Fake logo, real podcast. Exactly. Real, real good songs too. Oh yeah. I'd like to to think so. (laughs) So as I spoke about earlier, we've got quite a few questions. Uh, Shout out out to the Kings and Queens for asking us all these on such short notice. I think we had, they had less than 24 hours to ask us these and they killed it. I think so. Yeah. So um, I'll take us right into these. Yeah. Yeah. Dom, uh, our, our boy, Dom Choi fashion boy. Yes, indeed. uh, Eternal fit pick legend. True. Fellow King Instagram slayer Thursday boot collaborator slash sponsor. Sponsor the pod. Sponsor the pod Thursday boots. Get us, get us, get us some yeah, boots. Come on, Dom. Just yeah. kidding. Oh, come on. Just Dom keep living, well. Dom. Why not? Let's get Dom on the pod. Oh yeah, let's However, get Dom on the pod. I just meant he didn't have sponsors. He doesn't want to. <laughs> Dom asks, "Why two? All right, Dom. I love you. I think you're great. But why not two, dog? Yeah, why not? Like, this is a labor of love." I don't want to yeah. seem like we're sacrificing anything, but we just want to give everyone, especially since we're all 
trapped at home this week, <laughs> as much potting as we possibly can. I mean, yeah. I hope people listen if they want to, but I mean, I hope it's not a bad thing that we're bringing out too. This question caught me off guard when I saw it. I was like, why two? Yeah. A little aggressive I, there, Dom. I hope I hope people want to. Saul, yeah. do you have any thoughts on that? Um, listen, I I love to pod. It's been That's something true. that we had been kicking around in a uh, group chat for a very long time, and we eventually sat down one day and made this the mm-hmm. legendary fabled episode zero to be released one day, I guess. Someday. The first time John and I spoke. I guess over Skype. We'd, we'd yeah, people it. think we've like known each other for a while, which is no, crazy. No, we have known each other for all of – well, I guess we've known each other for about eight months, but we've Somewhere actually only there. been we've... speaking for about two. And we've never met each other. Never never in real life. Maybe maybe over quarantine. Maybe once the, the travel yeah. bans and the, the social once distancing so it's ends. lifted and we all have our stipends from the government. Yeah. We'll uh, catch a plane ticket, go have a pair of Kings retreat, and everyone's invited. Honestly, if you hear this and we're going on a retreat, we would love to have you, see you, and get to know you. Yes, um, indeed. It would make my day, my week, and my year to meet any of you fellow kings, queens. Um, and honestly, like, you know, we say this every week, but we wouldn't be here without you. It's true. Um, and it means the world to us that you guys continue to show support, drop us questions, and and give us feedback. Um you know, it, it really is a bright point for me, especially in this dark time of quarantine. Um, so maybe that's why, too, Dom. Maybe maybe it's not only for you guys. It's for us. Mm-hmm. We it love potting. Us. Yeah, it does. we really do. <laughs> Dom, I hope we we didn't get too aggressive or anything on that answer. <laughs> we love you. But it just caught me off guard, man. Yeah. I, hope, uh, I hope we answered it well. I'm excited to tackle your next question as well. That's a couple down. But yeah. uh yeah, we'll hit that one a little bit. Moving forward, my dear friend Gavin Jennings, shout out Gavin, asked, hey, what is the best Tarantino movie? Saul, you want to take this one first? Yeah. So I I feel like I can't truly answer this question because Me I too. have a personal favorite Tarantino movie. That might not be the best Tarantino movie. You get what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So – I guess I'll try and answer this in both ways. If I'm answering best Tarantino movie, you'd probably say Pulp Fiction. Uh, And that's not an easy decision um, by any stretch of the imagination. But my personal favorite and what I would consider to be the best is Kill Bill Volume 1. It's got a – well, not a – a bunch of incredibly choreographed fight scenes. The music is incredible. Uma Thurman wears the coolest jumpsuit I've ever seen. Um, Shout out to my ex-girlfriend who was Uma Thurman for her sorority hazing. Uh, I thought that was really cool, although she hated it. Um, yeah, I I think it's it's one of my favorite movies. I keep coming back to it. The, the scene where she's in the hospital and she's just trying to talk herself into wiggling her little toe. I think at this point I could probably close my eyes and just watch it again. Just, ugh. Masterpiece of a movie, and what among my personal favorites, Chef's Kiss masterpiece. Exactly. <laughs> what about you, John? Do you have a a pick for best Tarantino movie? Um, yeah, I also have a relatively out of left field pick because I've only seen one Tarantino movie. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, Can I, I guess which one it would be? Uh, yeah, I, I suppose so. You strike me as somebody who has seen and only seen The Hateful Eight. Incorrect. 
Oh, oh what is it? It's uh, Django Unchained. Oh, okay. Which I, I loved. Yeah. I absolutely loved that movie, but I, I went through a list of, or I went through his discography. I don't know if that's the correct word for directors, but I went through his list of movies he's directed, and that's the only one I've seen. And coming from someone who loves cinema, who really enjoys going to the movies and seeing movies, I'm very surprised I haven't like studied his his work more, but... Yeah, I've only seen Django. I thought it was great. I thought Jamie Foxx absolutely crushed his role. And um, I definitely, maybe that's something I can work on during quarantine is watch a couple more Tarantino movies. Yeah, big shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio who absolutely eviscerated his hand uh, filming his scene when he smashed the glass and actually destroyed his hand. And everyone's reactions were genuine because he was bleeding all over them. Yeah. Just gross. You got to have some respect for that guy. I, how long er, it it astonishes me how long it took to get that man an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. All the way back, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I have not seen that actually. Highly recommended. Okay. Uh, it's I'm not even going to spoil it, but it's got Johnny Depp and Leonardo DiCaprio. It's got John C. Riley and a number of other notable actors and actresses, mm. and very well done. I think Leo's like 14 or 15 during it oh okay yeah yeah. and absolutely unbelievable movie i actually watched that over christmas break this Mm. this year or this past year i suppose and uh yeah i mean i'd seen it a couple more times before that but moving on because that's boring and no one cares about that (laughs) into a question from my dear friend morgan mcclure Will Sal be my husband? And then she asked another question on our Instagram poll and corrected it to Saul. So for everybody watching, my name is Saul, S-O-L, which is short for Solomon. Uh, it often gets confused with Sal, not a... a and Soul. And Soul, S-O-U-L. I call but... you Soul a couple times on episode eh, zero. It happens. Um, it's not a sore point. I think it's funny, whatever. Um, Morgan, to answer your question, I would love to, uh, it seems that you are trapped in St. Joe's. Uh, if you make it out here, we can have a quarantine wedding. She's actually in East Lansing right now. Oh, she's still on campus. Okay. If you come by my home, we can have a wedding. My mom, my little sister, my little brother, and my two dogs can attend. Be small. It will be intimate. All FaceTime. John will FaceTime it and I will get him his bolo tie. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> For all of our listeners, I've promised John a bolo tie uh, if he comes. I guess, no, not if, when he comes to my wedding. Yeah, it better be like VizVim or Prada or something really cool. Prada didn't make a really cool bolo tie. There you go. Yeah. Blasting into this next question, Joe Hogaboom. I love this John's- question. Little brother. However, my little brother, not a fan of the pod. I'll have to talk to him about that one. Dang. Has he listened? He hasn't listened. How can he not be a fan if he hasn't listened? I don't know. Alexa, this is so sad. Play Real Friends by Kanye West. (laughs) (laughs) But Joe asks, like a fine raw denim, I have not washed my hands in years. Should I try a soak soap? Joe, I mean, this is all personal preference. For those of you not familiar with the world of raw denim, please Instagram message Saul Thompson, uh, at Saul Thompson, and ask him. 
because he'll be happy to fill you in on the world of raw denim or just check out r slash raw denim on reddit and be welcome into perhaps the strangest community you've never seen a very weird cult-like community but a very wholesome community oh yeah they're they're very accepting and willing to teach people about their their passion which is Mm -hmm. untreated raw indigo denim that yeah. wears with the wear, like it's it's 100% yours. And Joe has asked, similar to raw denim, because it's recommended that its wearers do not wash it. He has not washed his hands in years. <laughs> should he try a soak soap to try and get some sick fades on his hands? I suppose. <laughs> um, Joe, I mean, maybe. Well, we're we're closer to lakes and oceans, so maybe try a lake soak. Try and get some natural mm. mineral involvement. Maybe get some cool colors or patterns from the uh, from the ice in the lake or the sand. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, perhaps perhaps involve some soap, a light uh, water based soap rather mm-hmm. than a solid color. It's really up to you. It depends on what mm-hmm. your end goal is with with your hands, but. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that up to uh, to the denim expert, Saul. Yeah, personally, I haven't washed my hands since last year when I touched uh, Playboy Cardi's leg. Okay. Um, so I'm actually waiting to do my own soak. Um, it's a bit of a uh, a bit of an issue at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. Eating has become quite a challenge. I, I'm unable to eat some of my favorite foods: uh, tacos, hot dogs, uh, those sort of we things. We have tacos for dinner tonight. Uh, it's a it's a knife and fork situation in those, and I get odd looks, but it's a lifestyle. It is a choice. If you're willing mm-hmm. to commit, get those Very sick brave. fades. Definitely worth it. Yeah. So yeah, Joe, I think uh, you've got the green light from us. So be yeah. sure to send us your results. Let us know what happens. Yeah, my hands look like this, so my pants can look like this. <laughs> <laughs> new Instagram bio. Yeah. Maybe maybe a new Instagram meme. That'll pop up on the on the page. Yeah, we'll get that one rocking. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving Ooh. forward, my dear friend and roommate of my brother Dawson Marcade, <laughs> aka Daw, aka Dustin, oh. asks <laughs> if any of you made it in the NBA, which brands would you favor? I assume that's for like a sponsorship. Um, Saul, I'll let you take this one first. Yeah. Um, I personally would really like to say that I wouldn't sell out. I wouldn't, you know, accept sponsorships. I'd continue to be wholesome. Knowing myself, if approached by a certain brand, I would almost inevitably say yes. And those, I have two brands, I think. One is Hermes, just because they don't sponsor people. And I think it would be really, really cool to be sponsored by them. Um, I, I love their clothing. I love their bags. I love everything that they do, basically. Could, except uh, their just... their their sneakers are fucking garbage. Um, <laughs> if you're buying Hermes sneakers for streetwear, you are an idiot. They are poorly constructed. Idiot. The leather the leather is nice, but the the shapes are weird. The stitching isn't that great. They don't hold up that well. I don't know why you would be buying them. Uh, everything else. Absolutely incredible. Their other shoes, incredible. Cannot say enough good things. I have one thing by Hermes that I got off of the real real, and it is fantastic. Um, yeah. Excellent. Uh, the other brand, and I will mention, is Maison Margiela. 
their suits fit me better and more ac- not maybe not accurately is the word. What's but- that jacket, Margella? Doctor Sam the Illist. However, something about their suits and the way that they cut them fits my body very well. And if I think I was in the NBA, my my tunnel fits would be suits like casual blazers, maybe not full suit and tie, but definitely blazer and pants situation. Okay. So I think I would accept a sponsorship from Margella and rock some Margella blazers. I love it. I love yeah. it. Okay. What about you, John? What what either luxury or not? What brands are you seeking sponsorships from All in right. the NBA? First, first and foremost, I'm a Nike boy at heart. Yeah. Um, I try not to be brand loyal, but it ends up being difficult when all my favorite things that come out are from Nike. Um, shout out to all the other sneaker brands. I love you guys too. And if you guys reached out, I'd be very honored. But um, I think it'd be hard to turn down a Nike offer unless, of course, the money wasn't there. Because at the end of the day, if you're an NBA player, basketball is your job. So you do want to maximize your returns on that. But I think... Um, I think I'd have some good ideas to bring to the table for Nike. So if anyone who works at Nike is listening, hit me up. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, (laughs) No, I think uh, my love of older models would be cool. I could Mm. have like some learning sessions on Instagram, teach everyone about what I'm wearing that day, Mm. that it's not just a pair of sneakers, that it goes deeper than that. It has a story behind it. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I think Nike and I would have a good relationship if I was an NBA player and hopefully I'd be good enough to put a positive spin on their brand and make people think it makes you better at sports. Secondly, um, I think a Prada sponsorship would be really nice. Okay. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Prada fan as far as high fashion brands go. I like their weird camp collar shirts as seen on Jeff Goldblum. I think I I, I could be seen in the tunnel just making an absolute fool of myself in those, <laughs> especially the one that's covered in bananas. Um, oh, I found a pair of those pants actually in Ooh, wow. Australia um, in a thrift store. They were $40. However, they were, I think, a size small, and I could barely get them off. Ah, it's a shame. So it's tough. Sometimes but... you got to leave them for the next the next person. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. I think I'd I'd rock the rock those Pradas pretty hard. Those those mm. shirts, and they do nice stuff as far as pants as well. I have a pair of older Prada pants. I'm actually not sure of the year that I got off the Real Real as well. Shout out to the Real Real, mm. and they they just lay really nice on dress shoes. They're originally dress pants, but they really they lay especially nice on sneakers like high top. Ooh. They fit around the cuff of Jordan 1's, like the, the ankle cuff, really, really well. They Ooh. lay really nicely on them. And uh, so I think Prada would be, a, would be a good brand. And then I want some – I think Nintendo would be oh. my third one. I'd so ride really hard for Nintendo. Off clothing. Off clothing. Okay. I, would, I would shout out Nintendo every time I was on the plane when I'm messing with my Switch, playing some Pokemon, oh. all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, I think I think those three would be a great little trifecta. And then you know, hopefully my NBA salary will cover the rest of the stuff. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I gotta say the Nintendo Switch for those who have maybe you've definitely heard of it, I think at this point. But for those who have maybe been on the fence, I would very firmly call it the console of the last five years. 
Uh, it's got some great exclusives. The battery life leaves something to be desired, I won't lie. Well, they actually but, have an updated version now that has a oh, much better battery. It came out last year. I might have to trade in then. Um, mm -hmm. Because that was my my one issue with it was the battery life, but the games on it are fantastic. Joy-Con drift they're starting to fix out as well. Yeah, but far and beyond. I I've never had so much fun with a console. Oh, agreed. Uh, it reminds me the entertainment and joy level of my original GameCube. Like, mm. just I feel like a little kid playing all those games. Yeah. Uh, sliding along to our next question, coming mm -hmm. from uh, a, a new listener. Shockingly, not one of actually, our friends he's asked another question earlier. He asked what my top or no, that was a different guy. Never mind. That was a different guy. I believe that was Aaron. My apologies. Uh, but and Aaron Peter has George. Yeah. Uh, Peter George asks, are plum dunks the contender for shoe of the year? John, I'm going to let you take this seeing as I am not that well versed in dunks. Um, and I have made zero shoe purchases this year. <laughs> okay. And as someone who's made a little bit more than zero shoe purchases here. <laughs> I would love to tackle this one. Okay, Peter. First of all, great question. Um, I think the Plum Dunks are a great shoe. But my one issue with the whole thing is they're not a shoe from this year. They came out in 2001 originally. And this year is just a re-release. So I can't give the shoe of the year to a shoe that's just a reiteration of a uh, of an already done colorway. Um, I have a pair of the Plum Dunks. I absolutely love them. I think if they were an original colorway, they would definitely be in contention for history of the year. But um, I think the model of the Dunk as a whole is having a huge moment right now, as we all know, with with uh, Travis celebrities like Travis Scott and John Hogaboom wearing them <laughs> wearing them constantly. But um, I think. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to put uh, what is shoe of the year so far. I don't know if we have one yet. I think it's maybe been a maybe great the Yeezy V2 Cinder. That might yeah. be my choice. Yeah, <laughs> you know we just love V2s over here. I actually do. I kind of miss my pair that I wore into the ground. I had a pair of the Oreo ones. Like I wore through the bottoms. Like the boost yeah. was like poking out, and I still flipped them on Goat for like four fifty. It was insane. Now, like who's here's buying an that? idea for you, John. Maybe at the end of the year, mm -hmm. or when we get around to the 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 top of, I guess, the podcast year for us. So it, it wouldn't be episode 52, but episode 61 or whatever, uh -huh. we get to be a full cycle of a year. Maybe we have the Johnnies, where we award shoe of the year. year. Ooh. And then we could do like, best re-release of the year. We could do best V2 of the year. Dang. We could do worst worst off white shoe of the year. <laughs> I think it could That's be a good, a good idea. idea. I, I'm in. Yeah. A, I'm all in on the Johnnies. We'll uh, we'll get the we'll get the ball rolling on those for sure. But yeah, I think if in the in the realm of best re-release, the Plum Dunks are definitely they definitely have the spotlight right now. I love my pair. I think I'm gonna wait. Hopefully, a couple of years before I wear them. Because I kind of want to wait till people forget about them because I'm that guy. But uh, yeah, I think they're really nice. And hopefully they re-release the other two in the Ugly Duckling pack. Because that's mm. the uh, the original three that came out in 2001 over in Japan. And now they're doing a worldwide, worldwide rollout, at least on the plums. So hopefully they do the other two as well. And I was four years old at the time when those came out. <laughs> so I am 
no aficionado. I, I learned about them like pretty much when everyone else did, maybe a little earlier. Okay, now we have a relatively serious question from mm. our dear friend Dom Choi. Um, what is and isn't okay to joke about? Saul, do you want to start this or should I start this one? I could take a crack at this. Okay. So I go to a very... I don't love this term, but I think it's er, applicable, excuse me, in this situation, a fairly PC school. Um, Yale is very widely renowned as being very politically correct and progressive, um, and I really do enjoy the culture there. Um, It is maybe sometimes PC to a fault, but I have been a a student of like the Yale comedy school, um, figuring out kind of coming from a background where people would say anything. A lot of white kids in my town would like say the N-word and find it hilarious. Um, I did not participate. Um, You know, coming to college, it's been very informative for me to learn about. And just generally in my life, um, people with diverse experiences. Uh, You know, I grew up in a pretty homogenous hometown, but learning, you know, about people and their experiences. And... I think a very solid rule for comedy and writing comedy and and performing comedy, whatever, a very solid rule of thumb, and that is almost applicable in all situations, is never punch down. If there is a group that is underprivileged or um, not as fortunate, whether that be a, a racial group kind of right now, something you know that you can instantly point to are people that are vehemently anti-Chinese just because of the coronavirus. They believe that the Chinese are to blame. There have been attacks on Chinese students, things like that, um, which has been absolutely horrible. My heart goes out to anybody who may be affected, and it's gut-wrenching to see people do things like this. It really Uh, is sad. You know, people just acting out of hate um, Mm -hmm. is really, really demoralizing to see. Um, But never, never punch down. Never look at somebody who is struggling or... Again, maybe not as fortunate, somebody who isn't able-bodied, something like that, and make a joke at their expense. Um, there are ways I am not creative enough to come up with them, or nor would I want to toe the line, to do humor like that. And I think that there are certain you know, comedians and groups. I think Sonny, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, is a very good example of kind of walking that line. And even they have become a little bit more aware of their own mm-hmm. jokes. Um, but just generally operate under a assumption that the words that you say have an effect on people and whether or not you find it funny, it may impact somebody else and just keep that in mind. Very well said. Very well said. And I, I mean, pretty, pretty similarly aligned over here. I think just follow, follow your moral compass because humor doesn't always have to be a fallback. You don't have to, uh, mm. take aim at a certain person or a certain demographic, anything like mm. that, just to be funny. I think that humor, the best kind of humor is creative and yeah. is uh, everyone can see the light side of it rather than uh, making a person or a group or anything like that, putting someone down. Uh, that's not my style. And I yeah. think that it's uh, 
just follow your moral compass. If yeah. you think it might be wrong, chances are someone's really going to take offense at it. Yeah. And that's not funny at the end of the day. And um, I know there's people who think otherwise, but my personal belief is that everyone should feel included in humor because humor yeah. at the end of the day is meant to be something that takes our minds off of the bad things in the world, not brings them back onto those bad things. So yeah. Dom, excellent question. I hope we Very answered it well. And uh, let's move on to the next one brought to us by Aaron, who slid in the DMs last night on Pair of Kings and super nice guy. He told us that he was a big fan of the podcast so far. And like that means so much just hearing it that. It really does. Especially from someone who's not uh, someone we knew before who we basically forced to listen to this podcast. <laughs> it means like a ton to Saul and myself that there are people out there who didn't know John Hogeboom and Saul Thompson before a month and a half ago and are sticking with this podcast and giving us a chance. So thank you, Aaron. Yeah. And thank you to everyone who, who has done the same. And he asked, what do our collections look like as far as numbers, rarity, models, et cetera? I, I think that means sneakers because in our conversation we were mm. talking about sneakers. Saul, do you want to start with this one or should I start with this one? Um, I can start. I, I think that my answer will be a little bit shorter than yours. Um, so I, for a long time, well, not for a long time, but in high school, bought and sold Yeezy, especially the V1s, um, made a bit of money uh, and ended up trading them for some rare shoes. Um, I got my hands on a pair of um, cement fours and nice. uh, frag fragment ones, uh, which are sitting in my closet and will probably go untouched until the end of time. Um, I will not That's lie, wild. but, um, for me, my, I wouldn't even call it a collection. I, I like to have shoes that I'll wear. Um, and I, I, for a long time, shoes were something that, you know, I would keep somewhere and not wear, um, hence the fragment ones and the Jordan fours, but I really like to wear my shoes. Um, if I'm buying a pair of shoes, it's because I want to wear them. Um, and I won't lie, I kind of fall into the trap of buying things that I won't end up wearing uh, when it comes to clothes. Um, I have a, God, I want to say 2013 or 2014 uh, Saint Laurent Paris um, moon landing jacket that is like my all-time grail. And I got my hands on it through, uh, God, where did I find that? Um, I believe I just traded for it. I think I traded three or four pairs of V1s that I had weaseled away for it. Um, at the time they were selling for, uh, six or $700 plus. Um, so, you know, I guess both parties ended up walking away with something that they wanted. Um, but it is an all time grail for me. And I, I really try not to buy things that I won't wear, but again, I fall victim to, you know, something comes across your path. I think we're all fans of fashion and you say, listen, am I ever going to find this thing again? No, you know. I, I I have to have it. Um, yeah, that happens from time to time. That was yeah. me with my milk crate blazers. Yeah. Oh, God, the milk crates. Which, thankfully, I got for a steal. Yeah. God, that what story is again? hiding. Like $1,500, $1,800? Uh, I don't even know the number. but It's um, ridiculous. I think that's dependent on condition. Like, I'm sure mine uh, aren't worth true. nearly that much. That's for the dead stock pairs. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I uh, I got mine before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, John? I know you are much more into sneakers uh, than yeah. I am. I'd love to yeah. hear about your your collection. Um, I mean, I'm very proud of my sneakers. I think it's a big 
thing that defines my style as a whole is what I wear on my feet. And um, I try to have like a, a relatively diverse sneaker collection. Like I said before, I like Nike, but I'm not 100% brand loyal to Nike. I have Adidas, I have Reebok, New Balance, um, of course, my Birkenstocks, my Crocs, all that stuff. I've got, uh, I love loafers, dress shoes, all that stuff. Um, as far as rarity goes, I have a couple relatively rare pairs. Uh, I was lucky enough to get the Sean Weatherspoon Nikes. Um, mm. I won those from Nike. Well, I didn't win them. I still had to pay for them. But I uh, I voted for Sean in his design contest. And I think I voted for him every day. And they gave access to the people who did that as a surprise. Uh, I remember or gave access. Oh, <laughs> love it. Getting spicy. But yeah, I've, I've got a pair of those that are relatively pretty worn. Uh, the corduroy is starting to fray, which I think looks pretty cool. And then um, aside from that, my rarest pair that I regularly wear is probably my Milk Crate Blazers, which if you don't know about those, those are my favorite SB of all time and probably my favorite sneaker of all time. So I definitely recommend a Google on those. And I'll tell the story someday, or or uh, we'll put out episode zero, which holds the story about how I accidentally created like a huge price spike on those. I didn't mean to, but I essentially posted a picture of my pair on Reddit. Everyone remembered them. Everyone wanted a pair. And then the people who had pairs shot the prices up. And I'm sorry to anyone who had to pay a bunch for a pair of Milk Crate Blazers. I don't if think I'm it's... not mistaken, by the way, John, I think you tell that story on episode one or two. Um, I thought it was in zero. I'm not sure. We, we also tell it in zero, but I think we brought it back up in one or two when we were talking about um, like fashion stories and things like that. Okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, check, check out our earlier episodes. You won't be disappointed. Auto quality. You is might be disappointed, audio. actually. You no. might be disappointed. You will learn about the budding friendship of what are now a pair of kings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but for yeah, character development, fantastic. One hundred percent. Yeah, they are. They're a little rough to get through, but when you get through them, you're that much more knowledgeable about the pair of kings universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, numbers wise, I'm not sure. Probably late high twenties, early thirties as far as sneakers. I definitely have too many sneakers. I need to go through and donate some pairs, but um. And as far as models go, a lot of dunks, of course. Um, got some New Balance 990s. Uh, I've got a pair of Jordan 1 NYC to Paris that I wear all the time that are wearing through the top coat of paint and the undercoat is showing through, which I think is really cool. It's gray on top and then there's there's uh, pink underneath. Um, you know, Stan Smith's Blazers... Sorry, I'm looking around. I've got the really weird, the a cold wall Nike Vermeer fives with the big block on the back. Those are insane. I don't know why I have those, but they're they're sitting in the collection. And um, you know, aside from that, I'm I'm really proud of my sneaker collection, and I think it'll it'll grow and change as I grow and change. But who knows where it'll be in even a year from now? Hmm. Hmm. All right, I so, think it'll be interesting to potentially look back at this when we're both wearing V2 cinders. Yeah, I'm really excited for that <laughs> when Adidas sends us our free pairs. Because you know, <laughs> Not Adidas, kidding. Kanye. Kanye I'm going to confront him about his, his homophobia. 
<laughs> yeah, that'll that'll be. It's a great way to get him as a return especially guest. spicy episode. Yeah, he'd love that. Um, oh. And our final final question of the evening from my brother Joe Hogaboom. This is a question just for Saul. As someone who has interest in practicing their comedic writing, what would be your preferred medium to write? TV, web articles, etc. If given the chance. First of all, very good question. Um, Shout out, Joe, for asking. I really do appreciate the the uh, the knowledge of of me and my background enough to kind of ask questions like this. Um, wow. So this is something that I've thought about for quite a bit, um, and I think that comedy writing is something that I, I really do love. Um, and I would really like to, if I'm lucky enough, turn into a career. Um, I don't think that at this point I can be picky enough to say, you know, I want to do this or I want to do this or I want to do that. Um, that being said, I don't think that I am good enough at performing, um, to do anything like, uh, stand up, um, uh, maybe writing for a stand up comedian as kind of like a ghostwriter, um, something like that. And in terms of TV, you know, you have like the bigger shows um, like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Samantha Bee, those sort of things. Shout out my, my sweet mate, Lindsay Jost, for landing an internship at Samantha Bee. We're all very excited. That's awesome. For her. Yeah, it's huge news. Um, but I'd love, honestly, like a dream job for me would just be something that I, I can write humorously um, for a living and make a living you know, out of it or off of it. Um, you know, I think that there are a lot of spaces to write, whether that comes online in the form of the onion or McSweeney's or one of the countless other, you know, online publications. Um, I, I just, I don't want to stop. I think that even if I do get a job outside of, of the, the comedy world, I'll still write and I'll still submit, um, just because it's what I love to do. Um, you know, maybe starting my own publication um you know if I, I have an idea for one and maybe it's just a, a matter of getting the ball rolling um but yeah I, I guess the short answer is i'll take what i can get and the long answer is i'll take what i can get <laughs> well said well said yeah. yeah um i really enjoy writing myself and my brother is quite a talented writer shout out shout out to joe mm -hmm. um i could definitely see him taking his his writing somewhere and as far as his career goes, but excellent question and excellent answer from two Kings that I am lucky enough to know quite well. Tell, tell Joe to transfer to Yale. We'll get him as a staff writer for Yale actual weekly news. I will. He's actually one room over right now. So he might be hearing us say this right now. Perfect. Sounds good. And so, you know, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, as as always, everybody, thank you for tuning in to the, I guess, quarantine special. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe episode two. Come. Episode bonus. Bonus episode. Yeah, I don't think we're going to call this its own episode. We'll just call it a little bonus up. Little little bonus. All right. Um, as always, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, thank you, everybody who asked questions for asking questions. Thank you to everybody mm -hmm. who's listening and made it this far. Um, again, like this really... This is something we love to do. It means the world to us that you would ask questions, spend your time with us, and, and interact. Um, and, you know, spend, I guess now twice a week, but two hours of your week uh, with Ooh. us. Um, you know, this 
is something, again, that we love to do. If you have criticism, if you have kind words, if you have mean words, if you have slam poetry, if you have a poorly worded freestyle rap, if you have a haiku, a... Uh, or a loku. Uh, or a loku. If you have a um, you know Shakespeare-style soliloquy, anything and everything, slide into the DMs. Just at Pair of Kings Pod. Uh, that is both on Instagram and Twitter. Or message us on our individual accounts at Saul Thompson or at John Hogaboom. H-O-G-E-B-O-O-M. Nice. Um, we re- honestly, like interaction with you guys makes our days. Um, thank you so much to everybody who's who's you know reached out said kind words um and just you know asked us questions and everything uh guys like and girls it really means a lot it really does and before we go i want to shout out landon valley for winning our giveaway big shout out his supreme hand warmer will be in the mail tomorrow i'd also like to give a quick shout out shout out to at dauntless tattoo for creating our great logo my goodness Um, it was killed it it's unbelievable it was an honor working with him. If you guys have, have any desire to uh, have a tattoo designed, um, go to or Fiverr. Or some artwork. Or some artwork. Yeah. yeah. Um, he does great That's work. It's all hand-drawn. Um, he's quick. He's responsive. He's great with edits. Um, and just a kind guy. Um, it's Absolutely. always a pleasure working with artists who are straightforward about what they want from you and vice versa. Um, I... Could not be happier with our logo. Oh, I agree. I think it was really well done. It's fun. It You can totally tell that it's us, which was so cool. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, that's me. And <laughs> um, everyone who's seen it is blown away so far. Yeah. They're like, where did you get that? And I just point them in the direction of Dauntless Tattoo. Yeah. Um, so as always, everybody, I've been Saul, Saul Thompson. I don't you know. Have been Saul. You have been Saul. You have been Saul. And I've joined- been John. And I'm, I will hopefully continue to be John. Unless you have an existential crisis between now and, and uh, Monday night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I hope not. Maybe quarantine will do some strange things. Yeah, but stay as always, healthy, everybody, everybody. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Wash your hands. Um, and as always, this has been Pair of Kings. Business as usual. Tomfoolery as planned. Have a great night, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening. Goodbye.